Welcome to Using Al-Anon Steps in Our Personal Lives. This series of podcasts discusses how Al-Anon's 12 steps have helped people successfully handle a variety of challenges associated with the family illness of alcoholism. Al-Anon family groups consist of relatives and friends of people who have a drinking problem. We believe alcoholism is a family illness and that improved attitudes can aid recovery. In Al-Anon family group meetings, members choose whether to use their full name or first name only. At the level of press, radio, film, TV, and the Internet, we only use first names or pseudonyms to protect our own anonymity and any members of our family who are also in a recovery program. We speak from the heart and learn from each other in an atmosphere of mutual trust and respect. The topic of today's podcast is Step 4, made a searching and fearless moral inventory of ourselves. Hello, my name is Kimberly. When I first came to read Step 4, it seemed like a very daunting, intimidating, and overwhelming task. I glided right through Steps 1 through 3, asking for a little bit of admission of powerlessness here and believing that we could have sanity too and making a decision. And those three things were very natural to me, being as ready for Al-Anon as I was. As an adult child of an alcoholic, I had become really good at taking the inventory of my family, my friends, boyfriends, everyone except myself. I became my own toughest critic. I adopted extremes. I either became a doormat and accepted unacceptable behavior, or I would become rigidly judgmental of myself or of others. I had taken on the role of a professional victim or maybe the white sheep in a flock of black, and there was not a lot about my upbringing that was searching and fearless. So these were pretty new concepts to me. As a kid, saying I don't know or not having an answer for everything was um, consequently the result of guilt or punishment or shame, and I always felt that I had to have an answer. I could never just not know. And as far as fear goes, there was nothing fearless about that either. I was very fearful, fear of the unknown, fear for the consequences, consequences of things outside my own behavior or my own realm of control, and sometimes even fear for safety and personal well-being. I realized how deeply I needed a much more solid foundation in my first three steps. And after working on these steps with my sponsor, she advised that I purchase the Blue Book or the Blueprint for Progress, which is a conference-approved literature piece that covers different dimensions of personality. And there are questions in different dimensions from honesty, self-esteem, anger, guilt, intimacy. And my sponsor told me that it would probably take about 12 hours if I averaged about two to three minutes per question. So as I started on this journey, my first approach was, oh, this is like homework. I'm good at homework. I'm good at deadlines. I gave myself till the end of my winter break to get it all done. And I'd turn it in and maybe I'd get an A. But what I quickly realized was that I needed to be much more gentle and I took a different approach. I took the time to wait until I was spiritually, emotionally, and mentally fit to answer these questions. And I learned in that process that this was a much more higher power-centered place for me to address and work through my personal inventory. I also came to understand that I didn't have to do it alone. This was a big and daunting, intimidating task. 
and understanding that I could call on my higher power at any time or my sponsor or a friend in the program to support me as I worked through this book. I found out so much about myself as I worked step four. I learned about my role in the situations that I had participated in. First of all, that I even had a role. That was kind of a novel concept for me. And learning how to take care of my side of the street. Cleaning up just my side, taking care of what was mine, and then making peace with just that and learning to let go and let my higher power take care of the rest. Working my fourth step has been one of the most revealing activities I've had the chance to do in my Al-Anon program. I've really learned not just those character defects, but I've learned the good things that I do for myself on a daily basis, on the long term. I learned how to set healthy and reasonable and flexible boundaries. Hi, my name is Donna. Sometimes I have difficulty understanding and accepting that there is nothing that I can do about someone's drinking and their behavior while they are drinking. Step four asks me to focus on myself. When I look at myself and what I am saying and doing, I don't have time to look at other people and their behavior. I have heard step four compared to the inventory that store owners take when they are looking at the stock on their shelves. They look at what they already have and what they need more of. In step four, I look at what I already have, um, my assets, which are that I'm a good listener, that I am compassionate and loving. I also look at what I need, might need to improve, like I can be impatient and sarcastic or I will gossip about other people. These things can either help me or hurt me. When I'm going through a difficult time, and everything seems to be going wrong, I can be very hard on myself, and I think it is my fault, and I would just, and if I would just try harder, that other person will change, and I begin to believe that there is something wrong with me. When I take that inventory in step four, I remember that I am a good person with a lot of special qualities, and I become more loving and gentle with myself. Hi, my name's Brent. I uh, got a phone call from a friend one day, and uh, they were asking me for directions. And they asked me if I could tell them how to get to the hardware store, local hardware store, and I said yes. And I said, where are you now? And then it was dead silent on the phone, and they said, I don't know. And uh, we kind of laughed with each other on the phone. And if you want to get somewhere, the first thing that you've got to know is where you are in order to be able to get there. And the four-step inventory for me and making a searching and fearless moral inventory of ourselves really was a step that took a look at where I was right at that moment. And the steps imply that we're going to get somewhere at the end. The steps imply that we're going to be someplace different from when we started. And the neighborhood that I was in when I came into Al-Anon was not a good neighborhood to be in. I was hopeless. 
I was trying to do everything possibly that I could in my power to restore some type of order to my life. And those things that I was doing had everything to do with everybody else and changing the people around me, the places around me. And I think it's critical to note that in the fourth step that it says inventory of ourselves, which really means that I'm taking a look at where I'm at and focusing my energy on the changes that I can make in myself. And there were a few discoveries that I made while doing that fourth step. One of them was that when I started taking my inventory, and because the disease of alcoholism is a disease of perception and attitudes, that I had a very distorted view of myself. And part of doing the four-step inventory was the gift that I saw everything that I thought kind of in front of me on a piece of paper in one spot. And I also shared that with another person who was able to shine some new light on some of the beliefs that I had about myself. The second and the probably the biggest gift that I got out of the four-step inventory is that um, we have a saying in Al-Anon that you're only as sick as your secrets. And there were things that I was so ashamed about that I was going to take to the grave with me. And really, those secrets bound me and had me imprisoned in fear and shame about those things. And the very first time I wrote them down on a piece of paper, I actually wrote them in code by initials. That's how afraid I was to share. And now because of the Al-Anon program and continuing to work the steps, those same secrets have given me some of the greatest gifts in my life. And when I first wrote them on that four-step inventory, it really unlocked, started to unlock and unbind me from those situations that had occurred in my past. And as others have shared, it really started to give me a tool that I could use in my daily life to look at situations where I was upset about the way another person was acting or I'm upset about the way something's going in my life and it gives me an opportunity to really take a look at myself and how I contribute to the situation so that I'm not a victim of life anymore, that life's not happening to me and that it really gives me an opportunity to see that I have choices and I can behave in a different way, I can see things in a different way, and then that is what really changes my life for the better. Hi, my name is Cindy. Um, in looking at Step 4, um, I've learned to take my own inventory, and by doing that, I've learned to take other people's less. And it's not that I do it perfectly, but now when something someone else does gets into my space... I don't do it about it for a month or a week. I can look at myself and I can use the tools. And even at work, I can take a few minutes to call my sponsor or someone else. Um, I recover more quickly, and I think that's been the biggest part of Step 4, is that it helps me recover more quickly. Um, instead of being put out for days or weeks by the action of someone else, now it's just hours or minutes. It doesn't, it doesn't mean that I'm a perfect person. It just means that I have the tools to try a little bit harder. Um, Step four for me wasn't something that came easy. 
Um, but as I as I do it, and it, it talks about a searching and fearless moral inventory, and what I learned was to move through the fear. And in moving through the fear and doing an inventory of myself, I learned that I can be afraid, but I don't have to let it keep me, keep me from accomplishing my goals. Um, and the result has been um, a life that I couldn't have possibly imagined. Um, step four has taught me that while I may have some qualities that no longer serve me, ser- serve me well, survival skills from living with active alcoholism, I also have some really good qualities, and I don't want to forget to overlook that. Um, those qualities I take into work and to relationships with my family, and I'm fortunate to have a lot of really good friends over the years that um, when I get down hard on myself, they'll help me um, up and they'll remind me of, you know, how far I've come. Um, and by going to meetings as well, um, it's nice to see people that I've seen, you know, who the growth, and it's nice for people to look at me and say, hey, here's where you've come. Thank you, everyone, for listening to this discussion about Step 4 in Al-Anon. Al-Anon family groups are for families and friends of people who have a drinking problem. There are no dues for membership. Al-Anon is self-supporting through its own voluntary contributions. We invite you to join this discussion about Step 4 by submitting a personal comment at www.alanonfamilygroups.org slash the steps. You're welcome to join us again soon for Step 5 in our series of podcasts entitled Using Al-Anon Steps in Our Personal Lives. If you'd like to try a face-to-face Al-Anon meeting, click on How to Locate a Meeting, or you may call toll-free during business hours Eastern Time, 1-888-4-AL-ANON, to find an Al-Anon meeting in your own community. Thank you for listening to the Step 4 podcast from Al-Anon Family Groups.